You're listening to the All In Podcast with your hosts, Shane and Blake, giving you a new perspective on the dental industry. Are you ready to go all in? Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. And welcome to the All In Podcast. Podcast brings you a new perspective on well, a whole lot of things in every once in a while dentistry. And today, we are going to be talking about dentistry. Um, I'm actually live somewhere. We haven't done this forever. But don't worry. We're socially distanced. Mom, don't worry about that. We're going to be fine. Okay? I know you're worried about me. Uh, but it's my pleasure. I've known uh, these guys for a while. Um, kind of introduce them right now. We've got Blake Adams, who I've known, what, probably 13 years in the industry uh, when we were both young bucks getting started. I've known Rob Dinker. Uh for probably about six or seven years now, and and Chris Niquette, we go back like a whole hour, so that's <laughs> uh, that's pretty cool. So I'm over here at Integrity Dental Services, which is a, a dental lab and a very cool and interesting one. And so I'm I'm glad to have my friends on this episode of the podcast. We're going to talk a lot of a different stuff now, but I'm going to have them kind of introduce themselves. Uh, so we'll start with we'll just start with Rob. Tell about what your position is, what you do, and what integrity is about, and then we'll go to Blake, and, and then we'll go to Chris. Perfect. I appreciate you having us. Uh, name is Rob, uh, founder and CEO of Integrity Dental Service. We uh, just celebrated our one-year anniversary. Uh, a lot of good things going. Definitely been a uh, pretty interesting ride. Uh, starting a new business, uh, then hitting COVID, and so we'll go. We'll dive in a little deeper into that as uh, the segment goes on. Um, pass it over to Blake. I'm Blake Adams, president of business development. I've been with Rob since day one. Um, fortunate enough to be on this fun, long ride with him. Hopefully it lasts a long, long time. Uh, I'm Chris Niquette, president of sales and marketing, and uh, fortunate to join this team um, and, and really excited about the, the opportunities that we have for the future and amazed at what has been accomplished so far in just one year. And this is, this is kind of fun for me, guys, because you got to understand, I've got two mics here. And I'm using one mic, and I'm making them use one mic, all three of them, because I'm kind of a jerk. So that's just how that's going. So, Blake, why don't we talk about like how we met? How do we meet? So I was uh, I was a director of purchasing for iMagic's Dental, and Shane comes in with this big burr wallet with my zinger. And I was, oh yeah! And I was like, man, I just met with like forty of you guys, like every day. <laughs> but not all, this guy. Always, for some reason, me and you hit it off. Like we kind of look alike, and we get we, mistaken for yeah, each other all the all time. The time. It, it, what's interesting about that is we've both gone through our fatter and thinner and more yep. in shape phases. Yep. And so when I used to be in shape, I'd be like, oh, Blake's the fat one. I'm much better looking. And turns out. Now I'm the fat one, so I'm kind of eating my words now. <laughs> yeah, he came in, you came in with a good speech. You know, We hit it off, and I like to do business with people I like, so we've yeah. been friends ever since. Oh, yeah. Followed Fantasy. you to Buy Horizon. Yeah. You've been good to me over the years, and I appreciate that. And then we talked about, like, we had fantasy football leagues together. Mm-hmm. You were actually in the All-In Podcast Fantasy Football League. Yeah, I was, in really first, well. oh, I was in first place regular season. Well, I got knocked out. Who cares? It's the regular season. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Guess who the champion was, folks? It's true. That's it's me. True. That's me, Shane McElroy. That's a tough that's crowd, right. man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we give him lots of hell here, guys. Tell me I'm the Atlanta Falcons. That, that's how you know you're my friend if I just beat you up regularly. If I'm nice to you, you better watch out. So, Rob, I met you actually through Blake, right? And how, you know, how long have you been in the business? I've been in the business now right at 11 years. I uh, got in it right when I got out of uh, University of Georgia. Go dogs, by the way. Go Absolutely. dogs. Absolutely. <laughs> Hoping we can 
do something great this year if we can figure out that quarterback position. <laughs> but uh, I met Blake too. He was more on the clinical side uh, as I was on the laboratory. Uh, reached out to him trying to get some of the, the business to be a vendor for him. Uh, Blake was a great guy. We sort of hit it off at lunch. I, I remember like it was yesterday at uh, California yep. Pizza Kitchen North right Point at Mall. Uh, North Point Mall. And uh, we hit it off, had a great relationship. We've done a lot together. He joined me at the business I was previous at before leaving to start uh, Integrity and just not only been a great friend, but uh, you know a great person to work with. Like, got, a, li- like a life partner, right? Uh, <laughs> just I'll leave break. that between uh. you two. And, uh, that one stops at friends. But no, in all honesty, he's a great guy and uh, he's got a great family, raised two great kids. So, you know, it's been a great, you know, great friendship. And Chris, how long have you been in the business? Because we talked a little bit about this, too. Well, I'm, I'm the only one here that has gray hair, so I, I guess uh, 25 years. Um, Don't let the just for men fool you, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Um, 25 years in the dental business and uh, started uh, the bird business, similar to you. It's it's an interesting business, but you do get uh, an opportunity to to inter- interact with both dentists and laboratories, which was to me was great. Um, I always gravitated more towards the dental laboratory side of it. I think it was They're because so much nicer than these dentists out there. <laughs> you so can actually talk to them. Listening, yeah, stop being mean to salespeople. It's mm-hmm. really it hurts our feelings. So, but uh, no, it was a it was a great opportunity, um, you know, and to to join this team and uh, with a history in dentistry, both in clinical um, and also on the laboratory side. Uh, I hope uh, what I bring to the table will assist us and continues to let us grow. Well, I mean, we're very, very happy to have you, obviously. I mean, just having you on these past few weeks has been incredible. All the new systems that you've introduced us to is Well, fantastic. carrying the weight of you and Rob, I mean, that's just got to be a his heavy, heavy burden. <laughs> his back's <laughs> strong shoulder. Yeah, his yeah. back got to be hurting. Fortunately, right <laughs> what's incredible is, you know, when did this start? A year ago, right? Mm-hmm. And hearing you guys were a startup, and you always think of like, you know, dental lab startup, you think of like a couple technicians in a dark room, right? That is not the case at all. So when I got to see the first time I was a slacker, right? Then COVID hit. Um, I should have been up here about nine months ago, but the first time I walk in, I'm like, oh my Lord, like you guys got it going on, right? So tell a little bit about like how many employees you have, kind of what your specialty is uh, for a laboratory. Are you, you know, full service? You focused on certain things. Tell us a little bit about that. Absolutely. So we've got the main location here in Duluth. Uh, We've got another location in uh, Kansas City, Missouri. Great team out there. They really uh, specialize in mobile conversions, a lot of implant work and acrylic lab. Larry, Kyle, the guys out there do a hell of a job. Uh, We've got the milling center down in South Georgia where we've just put in around our 25th mill 3D printing here. We're full service, uh, removable crown and bridge, some ortho. Uh, really specialize in full arch. Uh, we're doing a lot of digital workflows, helping place intraoral scanners. We've got uh, a team of, of ceramists now, seven ceramists here in-house doing nothing but full arch. Every single ceramist is a, a CDT. Uh, just a lot of fun stuff going on. You know, the, the traditional laboratory, people think everyone's sitting at the bench just grinding away with a handpiece or a waxer in their hand. That's Those days are sort of few and far between and we've got technology that you would not expect when you think dental laboratory i mean we're we're using top of the line 3d printers cnc mills uh just some cases come through here they never even see a model it's strictly done on the computer come out of the mill straight in the centering oven glazed and out the door so really fun time to be in this industry and uh it's it's changing rapidly yeah what's interesting about that is you you're right you would think that the labs would try to be keeping up with dentistry but it's not the case it's really dentistry trying to catch up to the technology that the labs are using and that's really been my perspective the last few years because i always did like working with labs right why 
because they'll always talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) They'll always give you time, right? Um, But in this case, you guys are are going scaling fast. Now, how did you, you know, what's been the challenge with COVID? Like, if you had to shut down, if you had, you know, how's business been? Like, what, what has been your approach to that? Yeah, so COVID was a really interesting time. You know, there was so much uncertainty, so much data coming out, what's going to happen to the economy. You know, each state, some being, you know, we're going to close down based on the governor and political views, not to go into that. But, you know, we had some areas that would stay open. We could still service. Obviously, in dentistry, you're still going to have emergency cases, you know, patients that need a root canal, that need a crown, someone who's got a denture that breaks. So there still was a demand for some of our services. Now, I'm not going to lie, we did see a pretty drastic dip for a two-month period. Uh, was that like April and May? Correct. April and May was definitely, you know, but I can say this, we definitely had a V-shaped recovery. We came out quick. Uh, June was amazing. We, by the grace of God, we did not have to lay anyone off, kept everyone here staffed, kept everything going. And since COVID, we've come out and we're doing better than ever, picked up new accounts. I think the digital technology has definitely helped. A lot of doctors are wanting to utilize intraoral scanners, get away from traditional uh, impression taking techniques because of you know, disinfecting and different aspects uh, when it comes to that. But it was it was definitely a very, very interesting time. A lot of unexpected, taking it a day at a time, just learning what is the new norm. Uh, definitely doing as much as we can with PPE here in the lab, giving, you know, employees face shields, masks, uh, having the lab clean, we put uh, UV cleaners in the air ducts, and just anything we can to make a safe work environment for the uh, the technicians here, and you know, still make sure that they could get the work out for the doctors. But it it was definitely an interesting time. Yeah, I'm gonna brag on my buddy real quick. Like he said, you know, I'll edit we, it out. Don't worry. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, we went through a rough time with COVID, but Rob really went through a rough time. He made sure nobody's pay got cut. He took care of every employee, kept their hours the same, and you know, he he would pay people and not even have work for them to do. Let them stay at home. So big kudos to him. Well, and that's the thing, right? Everybody looks at entrepreneurs or business owners and be like, oh, well, they got to make all the rules. And they, well, yeah, right. They also they, have to pay all the bills. Well, that's the that's the thing. And then you look at COVID. Right. When everything's hitting the fan, it's like, all right, I got a couple options here. I cannot pay people or I can try to do the right thing. But but in certain cases, you still have to shut down. Like I've had friends who had to shut their businesses down, had to furlough everybody. Why? Because if I don't do that, when this thing's over, you won't have a job to come back to. Right. We're going to be bankrupt. It's a really difficult situation. Kudos to you to do that, man, because that's a listen. That takes money directly out of your pocket. Right. And and just to keep your employees afloat. That's awesome. And that's the kind of thing, you know, people need to know about who they're working with, in my opinion. You know, the company I'm currently working with did the same thing. Didn't let the company I worked with previously did the same thing, too. But not everybody did that in the industry. And I think I like to work with people who care about people, too. And I think that should be important to everybody listening as well. So my thing is always put others first. You always put everybody's interest above your own. It will end up working out for you. Um, now, let, like if, if you had to define, all right, somebody hears the, the word integrity dental services, and I'm going to give this one to you, Chris, since you're president of uh, marketing as well, right? Mm-hmm. So what is the message that you want them to ha- like think of, right, like of integrity dental services? Uh, I, easily I could say is what you see, the people, who, the people you deal with, the people you interact with, what you see is what you get. They are authentic. They are real. They are just like our customers there's no there's no um canvassing or 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 covering up of an image the image is pure it's how we treat the people um we talked about this today 
we're in the service business. We produce products, but we're in the service business. That's right. And so how we handle what we do, if I could pick some words um, to wrap around integrity that associate with this company would be certainly technology, would certainly be um, artistry, um, and capability. And if you kind of think about those three things coming together, those areas create integrity because we don't have to we don't have to, to, to put out a message that's just a message to put out. Marketing for us is actually fairly simple because it's, it is who we are. We're not crafting a message. We're simply telling the world what we do and how we do it. And that integrity is part of it. No, I like that. What's interesting about this, and, and before you actually were here, Chris, I think you guys hired him right after I was here last time, right? Yep. All right. We had talked a little bit about content marketing and that's kind of, it's better that you're here, Chris, because, well, that falls right under you, right? Um, And what we had specifically talked about was, you know, Rob's got a lot of connections with like celebrities and things like that. We all have a lot of connections inside the industry and was like, you guys were kind of picking my brain. I'll be the kind of the, uh, the, the hack Gary V, right? Like, and so if you guys ever listen to the Gary V experience, I highly recommend it uh, because a lot of the stuff you hear is me regurgitating a lot of that information. But there's an episode they did with... uh, Sasha over at uh, Harvest, Harvest Dental. Dental. He's yeah. a great guy. Sasha's the best, dude. So I would recommend looking at his account, yes. some of the things he does, especially on LinkedIn. His LinkedIn accounts are amazing. amazing. And he's an yeah. amazing person. And so you guys get the crappier version of that with me, right? <laughs> Congratulations. And so what I really want to do is kind of you know talk about like what are your plans and kind of go back and forth and brainstorm about, all right, we really want to focus on the marketing side now because you've been been scaling, right? Now we got to fa- you've got your message down. Now how do we get that message out in the right way? You know, what are kind of your current plans for marketing right now and then we can kind of go off that and discuss what other opportunities there might be out there. Well, we're certainly going to engage a lot more on the social media platforms in in um with a lot more now that the content has been created, um, I've certainly been, and maybe you've been in situations where you had a good message, but you had no content. Sure. And so you literally were having to kind of wait for the content to kind of come to you. Um, what I found to be amazing is how much content is coming to us. Mm-hmm. How much, how many of our doctors and offices and customers are sharing either on their social media sites or are, are sending the photos and sending the text messages on a daily basis. Thank you so much. What a wonderful job. This, this case went in perfectly. You guys stepped it up. Um, and also, and that, I think it, it's important to know, too, is when, when all of us make mistakes, we do it every day. And sure. what we are measured by is how we resolve those issues. 100%. And, them, right? and to me, um, you know, our message from a marketing standpoint is look what we can do. Look at the ability we have and look at the service we'll have behind it. And so whether it's through um, our website, um, which we're going to expose a lot more, um, we have a new CRM platform that uh, will combine all of our marketing um, together from all of our social media platforms, sure. everything we drive there, and drive it all towards the website. But everything's going to be measurable and understandable, and we can react to it. So we can take that data, that information that we're gathering in, and utilize it to just spread our message. And again, our message is easy. It is who we are. It's, yeah. I don't have to craft a. I don't have to come up with a with a plan. Really, I just have to tell the story of what we're doing. And that's all it is. It's just another. Th- this is where a lot of companies get social media wrong. They see it as an advertising platform, and certainly it can be that. Right? You can advertise on these platforms, and there's a there's a space for that. But really, it's another form of connecting or communication. Right? Like it's just. It's a cell phone. It's this or that. It's in-person meetings, but it's just a virtual version of that. And I think that's where companies struggle, especially like on Instagram, right? Because Instagram is more of a, it's visual, but it's more laid back, right? Then you get on TikTok, if 
TikTok is still legal. I'm not really sure, but that's more <laughs> goofy, right? That's more like uh, that's more like a talent show, right? Then you get on Facebook. Now Facebook's become more of like uh, depending on who you are. Right, more of like a, a photo album, right, right. or Absolutely. more of a personal space, right, or Where somebody you, that's trying to voice their political views that yeah, well, or China or Russia yeah. or the U.S. putting these messages out there, right? Let's right. not get into that because that'll drive us all nuts. <laughs> uh, but then you have LinkedIn, when and like Sasha's a great example of what the right way to attack LinkedIn, and I think all of these platforms is everybody who's doing it wrong is trying to extract something from them, right? With the expect, like I want your money, I want your business, right? And really the the smart companies, the the smart individuals, the ones that are flipping that, right? Like, how can I bring value to you with the ex- expectation of nothing back? Absolutely. That's the type of people you want to be involved with. Why wouldn't that be the type of companies you're involved with? Well, I mean, it's more brand awareness than anything. You're just, you know, yeah, showing off your brand. It Let them come to you. Well, yes, I would agree with that 100%. But it's more about what are you delivering them and communicating that to them, right? And that's I'll, I'll, to touch on that. There's a lot of stuff we've posted where indirectly we're not trying to reach a certain target audience. It's just showing some different workflows we're doing or spotlighting a case. And then we have someone reach out to us. For example, maybe a doctor in Texas or California. It's like, hey, I've been wanting to get into having my lab 3D print my models. You know, I, I bought an intral scanner, but I'm still taking traditional impressions. I see that you guys are doing a fully digital workflow or, you know, maybe a little bit more in depth than that, but it's just, we're reaching audience audiences, like you said, and we're, they're getting something from our message and reaching out to us. And we're not trying to sell them anything. We're just showing what we're doing, showing who and what who integrity are, is. Right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And people are like, Hey, this lab, you know, is doing what I would like to do. Maybe I could reach out to them and build confidence and, you know, and build a workflow together. Well, and I think Chris, you said this earlier too, like, I don't have to pretend something, right? It's really transparency. Who, who are you, right? And who are your people? Because it's funny, I got a message uh, from a different company uh, where they're asking, you know, how do you do this and how do you do that? What's your, you know, uh, what's your advice here? And I'm like, should we show our people? Should we, should we be goofy? Because then they might think the product's goofy. I'm like, um, you see me being goofy all the time. Do you think that the company I work for is good? Yeah. <laughs> but then you see clinicians out there, David Wong, right? You see a Curry Levitt. You see all these really big clinicians at Payment Racy, these goofballs. Do you think their work's crappy? Heck no, right? So it's like how that that's, I think it's better to be who you are and they want to know who's behind the brand. I think the, the thing, like, I think the NFL screwed up is saying it's the shield, right? You've already seen them try to change that. Who's behind the <laughs> shield, right. right? You don't want to create barriers. You want to show who you are as a company and the people you are. So why don't we talk about a little bit of this? Like, all right, what are some things you, you know, integrity dental services can do and, uh, and listen, other companies out there too, where they could act. And that's really what this is for. So then what can I do as a, a dental practice to show value? Right why not show off each individual and their talent, right? Or if they're funny, right? So I'm sure you have somebody uh, at the lab who's hilarious, right? Who would that be? Lamar. Lamar, right? Larry in our Kansas City yeah. locations. Oh, dude, he is just so funny. Just one of the best personalities. Just witty, you know, will make you laugh indirectly. Just just really easy going but laid back. And he's, uh, I know he's not here this today, but he's definitely, I would say, top two for the company. They'll just crack you up indirectly. All right, so who's Larry? Larry's been with us now for a full year. Uh, he came over from a, a large DSO company, and he handles our Kansas City location. Okay, so so we take Larry, right? We do a little video of him talking or doing something funny, whatever it is that Larry does. Like you don't want to force that; you want it to be something natural and thing. And then you do a post on that, boom, right? Now this goes on Instagram and maybe Facebook, but not necessarily LinkedIn, right? And so you think about these things and the platforms you're you're addressing. But that I'd say on on 
on those two platforms, you talk about Facebook and Instagram, that works, right? You're showing off who's there and he's approachable and you humanize Integrity Dental Services, right? They're real people that you work with. Well, right? we don't want to come off like we're not humans. We want to just be ourselves. And, oh, yeah. You know, we expect everybody else to treat us the same. Yeah. And so, like, for instance, Blake. Blake happens to be pretty damn good at fantasy football. There's a lot of people who like fantasy football, right? Especially mm-hmm. in the dental industry, right? So, hey, fantasy football tip of the week coming here from your Blake. Drop this guy, pick up this guy, right? Don't dra- don't play Julio this week and he's hurt, right? So stuff like that. So I, I think that would be a great way to go to show off your people. And so the way I like to look at the Instagram thing is have like three, three silos, right? So let's say that one silo is people. And why? You post them, whatever reason, people like it when you post things that look the same the same kind of graphics or the same kind of messaging. So people in one column. So you have like three, right? So what could the second one be? We've got uh, showing off your people. What could something else be? Um, we could, are you talking about just not dental related? Oh, uh, I would say, first, de- you, you think about this. So I would like, do like a case of the case of the week by like one of our ceramists. Like we got this boom. guy named Ron Grant. He has his own website. You should see him tattoo crowns, ryangrant.com. I suggest everybody take a look at it because it is phenomenal. So that's a perfect, that's exactly it. Show off some of your work, right? Something you did internal in the lab, okay? Uh, And say, all right, so uh, we got this case this week and here's a tip. You take an impression this way, you got the scanner. Here's a little trick there. Something that adds value for them would be really good. You guys are great on the digital side. Not everybody's great on the digital side. And guess what? costs a ton of freaking money Absolutely. to get trained on that stuff. Yes. So you giving that that training, that value away for free, they're going to come to you. And that's building that relationship. You always give the value first and then you ask for something later. So is there something you can think of like from a, like you guys are very familiar with Medit, right? What's great about Medit and what's the little trick that you can do with that compared to other systems? Yeah, we were actually talking about that at lunch today. We, I get the question all the time. What intraoral scanner do you recommend for my practice? One of the things that Medit's great at, it has the ability to capture the soft tissue in the scan better than any other scanner on the market we found. Not saying other scanners aren't great, but we get a lot of people asking us as a laboratory, hey, you know, you guys accept scans from multiple platforms. Which one's right for my practice? And it's better question is, what is your practice wanting to do? What type Right, there might be a different type of scanner for your type Absolutely. of practice, right? But Medit is phenomenal when it comes to capturing soft tissue. We recently did a completely digital six-unit implant bridge that we turned into like a little mini hybrid set without the the pallet involved. We went. The guy had an acrylic temporary, took it out, scanned it, put the scan bodies in, got the intaglio, and we were able to create a huge. You know, I guess it was 14-unit bridge, added the tissue to it, and it turned out amazing. Fit like a glove. So you guys are trying to push everything digitally if you can, Oh, if we could, absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome, man. People think that when you go digital, the reason to go digital is is obviously that there there can certainly be cost savings involved in digital. But I think there's multiple ways to look at it. Digital is more accurate in many areas and gives us capabilities that we can't Let's stop there and explain this real quick. Okay, so somebody takes a manual impression. You get that manual impression. What do you do that? Well, think about it. Let's just back up a little bit. When they take that manual impression, especially in today's marketplace, they have to disinfect that physical impression. And we hope it went well. We hope that they did a good job at it. Then it comes to us. Well, when a physical impression comes in, we have to do our disinfection. And by the way, in that travel time there, it could be in a FedEx or UPS truck and it's super hot and the, the, the material are cold and, and the material right. shrinks. And there's, and there's, so there's all those variables there. So digital dentistry is a, 
can be a cost savings area. Well, then you pour up a model and then you have to scan the model, right? right. There you go. So exactly. you're actually right. taking steps away and making it more Then efficient. you're looking at two plus days that you we could have already had this in production. So we're already, we would already be halfway done by the time we got the model board. No, full contour zirconia crowns uh, can be done all day long, completely model free. There's yeah. no reason to have a model if, if, if the accuracy is there and the scans are proper. And the, the amount of uh, advancement we've taken in even the last three to five years in that time with digital scanners and accuracy. And I think it's also user error has absolutely. decreased a lot, right? Is, is, is kind of amazing, right? And absolutely. And we we have a lot of customers across the United States. So if we have a doctor on the West coast, who's got a tricky patient, and he's using enteral scanner. He can take the scan while the patient's still in the chair, upload the STL file to us. Our technicians here can look at the case, make sure we have enough occlusal clearance. The margins look good. Everything we need to accept the case, as opposed to in the past, taking impression, him looking at it, possibly they're pouring it up with alginate stone, making sure it looks good. It's just such a, a more efficient way. And we don't have to, you know, call the doctor, be the bad guy. Hey, we got a bad impression. You know, it took three days to get to us, get the patient back in, take the temporary back off, renumb them up. All that goes out the window. We have real time data and optics right when the patient's in the chair, when that doctor dismisses the patient for the day he can leave and know with confidence that integrity has what they need to deliver a great case well and i think now too with covid you know these arguments were like well it makes your most practice more efficient you can do things fast you can do this yeah okay right but it really wasn't the case we're stacking patients anyways like nobody really bought into that right it wasn't worth the investment now that's completely changed right if you can save 15 minutes right you can save 20 minutes in a, in a, a case that's you can calculate exactly how much that's worth in a practice very quickly. Yeah, and you so. can track those 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 remake numbers. You know, you're going to see in digital, you're going to see typically below one percent. That's crazy. And you could say, which, by the way, uh, what's the percentage if it's uh, manual impression? Same, probably, probably, probably the same or the higher. Closer to two and a half percent. Yeah, uh, yeah. Normally, the industry standard people have normally said for the laboratory for years has been anything four percent or lower is acceptable or you're making money. We always strive to be sub two percent, uh, but with digital, I mean, we're looking around a half a percent. It's just yeah. crazy because of that upfront data you get and the optics, so you know what you're accepting so and these scanners how, are so how accurate. How do you do that with your customer base? Because a lot of that uh, remake stuff is not necessarily on you. Now, if you listen, I played this game before. It's like especially in the implant side uh, uh the dentist blames the lab the lab blames the implant company the implant company blames the dentist or it goes that right. that triangle a lot, of, right? a lot of finger pointing a lot of finger pointing and, and really the, sometimes there's no real answer but i also think uh, like what do you guys do differently that that helps prevent that because it's not it can't just be the scanning your users have to be good at that the process the workflow right how do you help them where so starting with that we try to educate the doctor and their staff whether it's someone from integrity or we're partner with someone from the scanning company going out doing you know on-site training making sure that the data we need is being captured this the quality of the scan looks good but really internally when once we review a digital scan and we think the margin looks good everything we need is acceptable once we accept that case then integrity owns now, if it's an implant case and they've sent in a traditional way and an analogs rotator, an impression, I mean, an impression coping's rotated, something of that, if we get the wrong parts, then, you know, we can't control that. But once we accept a case in-house, then Integrity owns that case. And if there's a remake, then obviously we will uh, eat the cost of the remake. Our zirconia restorations, we offer a lifetime warranty because we feel if 
we accept the case. That's crazy, by the way. That I seems know, like a gamble. A lot of a lot of <laughs> a lot of people don't believe it, but we do. We have it in writing. Don't believe it. Feel free to call us, check it out. Anything full zirconia, lifetime warranty, whether it's full arch or single unit. But we just feel with digital, we have such a precise workflow and the technicians are trained and we work so closely with the staff of the doctor that we get what we need up front and the final restoration. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. Can stuff break? Absolutely. But if I was in Vegas, I would make that bet. It's a good gamble. Uh, if <laughs> things work out, I promise you. You can't really lose because uh, it's a lifetime guarantee, right? So right. <laughs> there's no way to lose that gamble. Man, I need those odds in Vegas if I can actually yeah. go to Vegas now. Um, so, like, for instance, those types of uh, things you just talked about, you cropped up those into 30 seconds, one minute, two minute clips. That is fantastic on Instagram. That's fantastic on Facebook. And then now LinkedIn, that's very valuable because that's to the professional community that can help enhance their careers. So I would recommend doing those types of videos, right? Uh, just taking your clinicians who have you know, decades and are not, uh, your uh, technicians who have decades and decades of experience and what's this thing that you do or what do you recommend here in this particular thing based on the thing I'm, whether it's veneers, whether it's crowns, whether it's implant related, right? So I think that would be... Uh, you know, huge recommendation. You know, I think you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't put that out there because it, yes, that gives them value, but it's also showing what that you guys have experienced people and you, you know what the hell you're doing in every category. Right. Um, and then I think a third category you could certainly do is couple that with your clinicians. Everybody likes getting shown off, right? So showing if they have a great case, that's yours or somebody else's, by the way, like I wouldn't just hold it to that taking their post, either reposting or having them send you that case and like showing off your client base if that's something they're interested in. Probably a lot of educators, probably a lot of people who just, you know, like the ego pet right there, right? No, no big deal. But I, th I see that being highly successful. A lot of the smarter companies are showing off their clinicians and helping them get where they want to be, right? Can you guys think of some clinicians that you work with on a regular basis that would love that, who are really, really good absolutely. and would love to get shown off a little bit? Oh, absolutely. Who? Absolutely. Let's name names. Let's name names here. That you won't get in trouble with. I bet my boy Ashish Patel would love it. Oh, yeah. I just talked to Dr. Patel yeah. uh, the other day. Yeah. He is one of the coolest guys that he's, anybody will he's ever He's got meet. him a brand new office. He's doing amazing. I know. I got lunch with him coming up. That's awesome, man. He's a, he's a great dude. So, yeah, Dr. Patel, send us a case that we could show off on social media for you and show your great work. And I think showing off people around the country, right? Uh, your client base. I think that's always good. That's worked really well for me personally, showing off other people. It's not about you and I, it's about them, well, right? We're all a team. I mean, just because they're our customer doesn't mean they can't be our friends. That's, well, absolutely. that's the rule we live by. Yeah, you established relationships mm -hmm. with these people over the years. Right? Yeah, I think a lot of times too, we, we, the one thing we, we, remember, we have to remind ourselves is that you know, we do the work, Rob said a few minutes ago, when we accept that case, it comes in here, right? And there's a lot of customers that send us, they make our jobs easier. They sure. Make, but they also help predict future success because what they send to us is so good, all we have to do is do our job and we will give them a really, really good product. Yeah. And I think back um, during my time, I spent some years with, with Densply Serona, um, and there's a gentleman by the name of Norbert Ulmer, who's a tremendous individual to handle the marketing for the whole laboratory division. And we were more successful um, at building the brand and selling the product line that we were selling through education. There was never, 
there, there was no need for a sales event. No, it, it didn't happen, and and it literally, and and I remember, I'm sure we all do years ago when when laboratories didn't talk to each other. Yeah, they didn't work together, or they, they worked against each other. They they you know case pans were turned around if you went into somebody else's lab because they didn't want to know who you were working with. It, right now, laboratories are are each other's best friends. It's a tight organization that all works. There's so much work out there. Even in even in COVID coming out of it, it's interesting we have to say that, right? Because Rob and I were talking about this a few weeks ago, where it was literally, I was like, "Hey, man, you got to understand, like, we work with these guys too." You're like, "Good, like, help them too." We're all about competition here, and it's not about you know, oh, you have to just work with us and you have to partner with us. It's like, it's like, uh, what do they say? Rising tides, all ships, you know, come up. So I think it's a that's certainly true, and especially in the climate that we're in right now, where we're seeing stuff go overseas and people don't know right we shouldn't be in competition with ourselves as domestic labs there's so much work leaving the states that should be kept here for the laboratories if we could just bring back half the work that's going overseas every laboratory here would be filling chairs bringing pans in for the uh the the technicians to work on where instead of competing with your neighbor who's got a lab down the road that one day you may need to call and borrow an analog or some part from should be friends with them and we should be helping put those laboratories out of business that are going out and bringing in work and basically a shipping center and sending everything overseas do you think that uh clinicians should be asking that so one frustration i've always had is third-party parts right like and some people say we don't do that but they do and you're like i'm sitting here looking at it now so i think it should be like they should have to let their clinicians know if you're sending that overseas i think the patient should have a patient's bill of rights knowing where the main parts are manufactured that are going in their mouth just like if you know you're having a hip place you're going to know where that part's manufactured i think the clinician should let the patient know hey this is a laboratory you're using the crown is this cost it's made here domestic it's a certified dental lab you know look them up this is where we send your work because i promise you a lot of these clinicians that are sending their work to labs they have no clue where the work's going they have the assumption that they're doing the right thing absolutely and that's the it problem is you're the assuming, you know it's yeah. bait and switch on the laboratory's part and it's just it's and, not right. and to even be fair to the lab owners I, maybe they don't see that as a conflict right they don't know that maybe clinicians would feel that way or the industry feels that way but but if they're listening now they know right and i think it's very important that they you might save five bucks here you might save ten bucks here but you better get that okayed by your client first. Like, we can get it done for that price, but it's got to go overseas. Do you want it to go overseas? Um, no. Okay, then it'll be this price. You know, like give At least yeah. give them the option, you know what I mean? Well, could you imagine like a war veteran going and getting their a crown done? Do you really think they're going to accept a crown that's made in China? And that's nothing against, by the way, nothing no. against China. No, but just in but general. that's what they want. And they you know, want American want made. made. There you go. They want a Ford in their mouth is what they want. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> Or Actually, at least I got, the option I got a of knowing, out here, though. Yeah. The, the option <laughs> yeah. of knowing where it's made. If it's going to be made in China, fine. I've seen some amazing work come out of China. But if it's made here in America, let the patient know. They should have a bill of rights. I almost feel like the laboratory should have a separate bill for the patient so that the patient knows, okay, I chose a lab here in Duluth, Georgia. I chose a lab in Scottsdale, Arizona. This, they're a CDL. This is who they are. This is where my work was made. I have said some clinicians do that with like full art stuff. All right, I can work with this lab. They do zirconia, and here's right. their price. And basically, you're almost paying directly to the lab. Like, this isn't a markup. This is just what Correct. it is. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, you're not ripping me off. But right? can you imagine, though, if, pe- if patients actually knew the difference in many cases was 15 or $20? That's the problem, right? I mean, if they knew it was fifteen or twenty dollars, like, uh, yeah, just give me the best. And I'm charging, 
and I'm getting charged what? <laughs> <laughs> You're getting charged. That's an easy answer. You're getting charged for all my education experience. Uh, right. You know, it's like, hey, do you want to? This is my thing for scanners. Like, I always have like when surgeons want to get into scanning, right? Well, I'm afraid right? the the restorative doctor is like, well, I, I, you know, they're only in my chair for like five minutes, ten minutes, or just seating the final abutment and ground, right? Well, just ask them what they want. Okay, so we could do it this way where you have to come for an extra point, but I have to put all this goop in your mouth, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's going to suck. You love that stuff, right? No, you hate it. Oh, that's right. Um, it, you're going to have to take time off work. Or or we could just have you come in for five, ten minutes, seat the final one because we did all this work on the back end digitally. Which one do you want? Oh, well, the digital one's more expensive. No, it's the same price. Well, well yeah, right? Like I want to go the easy route, right? And I think it's just that communication sometimes with the patient, with the clinician. And it's not just one or the other. It's it's the whole team, including the laboratory as well. And I think we just need to open up those lines of communication. And just so it turns out, content marketing and social media can be a big part of that, right? All right, before we have to wrap in a few minutes, I do want to talk about Rob. How the hell do you know all these celebrities and stuff? You know, so every time I see him, he's got a picture of like, uh, I won't say any celebrities because I'll let you say the names, but like a pro football player or a rapper or this. How do you know all these people and how do I tag along with you at a party or something? <laughs> uh, just being out in the scene here in Atlanta, I've met a lot of people, uh, different entrepreneur meetings, and it'd be amazed, you know, how many celebrities and athletes right here in our backyard run into them on the golf course. And really, we've done a lot of work for a lot of high end celebrities. On and the you- golf course? Does anybody hear this? Oh. Does my boss hear this right now? <laughs> Still waiting to take Shane out on the course. Yeah. But he's been dodging me for a few years yeah, now. But pretty much him. No, we, we do work. You know, say we do a veneer case for a celebrity. I'm not going to mention any names right now. And then the word of mouth referral. I mean, you, you think that, you know, you do work for one person. And it's like, oh, I did one celebrity. I'll, I'll never see another one. But they refer you, hey, my buddy so-and-so. Or, you know, call this girl. And it's just you meet one and it's sort of a domino effect and dentals played a, a huge role in that we work with some really well-known cosmetic dentists and they've done a lot of work for high-end celebrities and athletes and you know people sort of hear what we do they don't ever think about a laboratory you know what is a dental lab oh i thought the dentist made my veneers no the lab's got to come in for a custom shade and you know they're going to take photos to make sure we deliver the type of case you want uh, i've got some buddies that Uh, I have a company, Get Engaged uh, Media. They do a great job. They handle our website, and they do a lot of influencer marketing. Uh, Alex Dermer is a great friend of mine, and he's introduced us to a lot of people as well. Uh, Influencer marketing, especially on Facebook, has really taken off. They've done great with it, and you know, celebrities play a huge role in that. So I've just sort of been blessed to be in the right place at the right time. All right, so do you think any of those celebrities would do some like a quick video shout-out for you, something that they would allow you to post on social media or something? Oh, absolutely. We'll have something to go along with oh, this. Oh, Chris, you should be lighting it up right now, buddy, under the marketing wing right there. So um, I thought of something, and, and, and to me, there's a couple ways to approach this. You can go direct to patient marketing, which is actually you know going through the chain, right, passing the dentist and trying to bring it back around, asking for the lab. It's harder. It's harder. It's an extra step. But there's direct to uh, doctor marketing, right? So you can do both. But – what works turns out that dentists are people and they also, you know, follow different celebrities, whether athletes or something. And because your name is Integrity Dental Services, I think an awesome tagline would be something like, so you got an athlete, right? That everybody knows and may see, you know, does your doctor have integrity, right? Is your like doctor that. working with integrity? Does he have it? Uh, or she have that integrity? And so that would be like patient facing, but it's also doctor facing. And I think you could also do that with your own clinicians. Some of these like high end cosmetic guys, you oh, have those relationships that say, do you have, you know, do you have integrity as a dentist? I do. Right. And referring to your lab. So you have this like everybody wants to have integrity, obviously, but working with a, a, a lab who 
helps me grow my practice, makes things easier, making things better with the digital side, helping train me, do whatever they need to do. I really think that would be like a very interesting way to do it. And I think that's how you use your influencer marketing. You kind of can hit both sides of it, right? You can do direct to patient and direct to doctor at the same time with the same type of, of uh, marketing message, right? Put, you put that on, on a shirt or something. Yeah, that, I mean, that's yeah. dope, right? You I can love do some it. really cool stuff with that. Um, I would say also, in addition to that, we were actually talking about this yesterday, is with your existing client base, because, you know, our job's to grow to grow the business, 100%. right, to, to bring in new customers. Um, and, and Blake and I had a pretty good conversation yesterday about, um, you know, what you have to do to keep your existing client Yes. Yeah. Because every time, you know, we, we are hunting in hunting and there's farming. Of course, right? right? It's, it's, you know, there are three or four competitors that are coming in behind us. Um, and so one thing that I, I, I know for sure with Rob and, and Blake uh, and everybody that I see in the team here is the level of, of um, engagement with the existing customers um, is really, really high. And, and whether it's something simple or, or something, you know, or, or just spending more time with them in, in at their practice or on the phone with them, but keeping that existing client base as, as engaged and as happy as you possibly can is absolutely as important um, as bringing in the new customers because, you know, we, oh, we, yeah. we spend a lot of time, money, and effort to bring those customers to us, and it is our responsibility to make sure that they stay with us as well. Well, and it's one of those things, like, you know, how annoyed do you get when there's some offer that's available from your cable company for a new customer, but like, oh, yeah, so you're going to be that. We just be, talked about yeah. that. Oh, my God, he ago. just said that. Well, I read minds. I got, I got ESPN, <laughs> right. bro. How can he um, get a $200 gift card for new business, and I've been a customer for But I've been here years. for years, and you have, to, you have to literally leave and come back to get that same deal, and it's like, ooh. Let's value the people we're currently working and who've been supporting us. It's not always about the new person, right? And you can grow their business if you help them grow their business. That's always been a philosophy of mine. I want to, you know, you want to work with me because I want to help you grow. Because if you grow, that means I get to sell you more stuff, and we're on the same team as opposed to I'm just trying to get something from you, or you're trying to get a better deal from me. We're going the same direction, and I think that's important. And I think that gets overlooked in so many different aspects of business. It's like bring in the new and forget what we got. You just assume, you take for granted, and that's that's just an incredible mistake, in my opinion. You got to grow together. That's the most important thing. Yeah, it should be right. It, but yeah, it's common sense, right? You would think, but we don't, we see that in the industry. It's not the case at all in most industries, frankly, especially with you, Comcast. Screw you. Oh, God. <laughs> I just switched. I YouTube TV got a Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, all right, so if people want to get in touch with you, or, or guys, if you're listening, guys and gals listening right now, you have other ideas for integrity from a content marketing perspective, where can they message you at? Where can they find you guys at and talk to you? Um, so, I mean, you can certainly reach out to us through the website. All the contact information is on there. Um, call us directly. What is that want. website, by the way? Uh, it's integritydentalservice.com. Okay. Um, and uh, the, you can you can interact with all of us. Our contact information is on there as well too. Um, what about Instagram? What Instagram, Facebook, all the platforms. What's the Instagram handle? Trust me, this audience wants to know your handle, and they'll probably come through the DM. Yeah, <laughs> at integrity, at integrity dental service or services. Service, no s, no s. Okay, my s was right. trademarked. Yeah, so you can DM them there, and trust me, they will. Um, 
But I think that's a great way to reach people. LinkedIn Messenger, we get a lot of... LinkedIn's uh, a yeah, really it, great one, a, too. It's really good. And I, I think also, too, I mean, I make it a goal every day to, to go through and look for um, dental practices on LinkedIn where we have some commonality of some kind. Maybe it's possibly a, a, a common friend or a colleague, something like that we know of, and reach out to them um, because, obviously, we both can benefit each other. So no, there's 100%. no reason to not to. And if I just do five every day, um, then that base builds. And what's nice about LinkedIn, too, is in, in all the platforms, is you can control that you can control who who you build your database from um, oh, by yeah. who you reach out to and then it's amazing you know I, we were talking earlier is how many people it's wonderful what we share it's even better what our doctors and our customers 100 reshare i mean well that's even we more have to give them the content as well too and the content can come from them and then it goes back to them and that's why you show them off and then maybe you don't you don't ask but Turns out they may just show you off as well, and that's a good way. I actually come up with something right now that's always a need. You know, there's that what implant is it that com, right? I'm guessing that just in this room, we could probably identify a billion different PAs of implants. Like, what implant is this, and how do I restore this? And I'm assuming a lot of people who are working back there doing the hard work in the back right now um, could probably do that too. I guarantee David Cruz could pick out 99.9% of them so on the x-ray. Would you guys be open to it if they DM'd you or sent you guys images? Even if they're not a client right now, you could help them identify some of those things? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Send All right, let's way. let's do that. You like y'all should do a post saying, "Hey, you got questions on implant?" Because this comes up all the time. Right. Challenges. Yeah, and then post that. You know, you don't necessarily have to say the person who did it, but like, "Hey, we identified this implant. Never would have saw this is you know spine from blah, 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 yeah, like, or this is a yeah. uh, you know one of the octopus looking ones right <laughs> coming in there." Uh, there's just so many different types and hundreds of thousands of different uh, brands and different uh, lines that they've had over the years. So another way to add value and create that connection, that communication flow, you did them a favor, right? Um, they may want to work with you after that. So yeah, I would start posting some of those that you guys get anyways and say, hey, this is this. If you have something like this, if you have one, send it our way and we'll help you out. That'd be a really yeah, good that's one. That's a great idea. Because we get those all the time uh, from all different types of companies. You know, I just get them on my cell phone all the time, right? But um, that could be a huge value add to too, just because it's always when they're in a pinch too like yeah. can't figure this out man so all right so i've been challenged now for the golf game uh rob called me out on it so we have to go play now and can somebody loan me some money because i'm probably going to lose a lot how many strokes do you give me <laughs> don't i've already tried asking for strokes then well i'm not gonna get hey it's always no if you don't ask right so how many am i getting rob we'll start out with four side Forest, dude he's pretty coming pretty strong what's your handicap i'm about a five Give me ten aside and we'll be good. I'm gonna ask for <laughs> Whatever, more. I've seen Shane play. I'll, I'll take play. four aside and uh, how many are we playing Both for a point? Scramble, you'll be fine. Depends oh, on the scramble. No, it's yeah. a dot. We play by dots. You got to play the dot. Game. I will play the yeah. dot yeah. game all day. Game. You know, all proceeds will go to the charity of the winner's yep. choice. <laughs> yeah, my bank account is where it will go, right? <laughs> or that's, my wife's that's bank account. That's a charity account. situation. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> give it to my wife or my kids. That's where it's gonna go. So, well, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Chris, awesome to meet you for the first time. You guys, eh, I'm just kidding. It's great seeing you guys. As always. As always. As always. Uh, we'll try to do this. Maybe we'll do a follow-up, right? So why don't you go to like six months of this, like putting out the marketing scene. Sounds guys, great. So Chris is here now to kind of take charge of that too. Um, but it's certainly a team effort. And then kind of see, hey, come back talk again say hey this worked really well shane you had this idea it was terrible it didn't work at all right and go back and forth and, and kind of uh create a different strategy on that you guys down for that absolutely Look forward to it cool all right guys well thanks for joining us this time and if you got questions you can dm me at all underscore 
in underscore podcast or at Implant MBA. I want to hear your thoughts and opinions too. So we'll catch you next time on the All In Podcast. Thanks for listening to the All In Podcast. See you next time.